Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined by Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas and On3. Uh, Jerry, uh, special update here over the weekend. Longhorns with 21 official visitors on campus. Uh, already gotten a commitment from Santana Wilson, uh, the son of Adrian Wilson. Uh, Santana, a cornerback uh, out of uh, the Scottsdale area in uh, Phoenix. Uh, what What's your take of his commitment? And let's get it out there because it sounds like the horns are building some momentum behind the scenes. You've talked and texted with some of those guys. Yeah, I think uh, Santana Wilson is uh, – look, Bobby, we talked about it Friday. The sons of professional defensive backs are turning out at a pretty high rate. So, first of all, I think it's a solid a solid go on, on Santana Wilson. Um, look, he's got length. He's got size. He's got speed. Um, is he going to be the the total hit stick his dad was? Who knows? I mean, his dad would absolutely lay people out, right, Bobby? I, I don't know on that. Uh, but I think he's got versatility. A guy that could start his career at corner. Could he play nickel? Could he play safety? I think colleges were looking at him at all three different positions based on a couple of colleges I talked to that did not get him. Uh, so he's got that versatility, really talented kid. I think it's a good take for Texas uh, because, again, I mean, Look, you get past the measurables and you get down to the mental part of it. And, you know, Adrian Wilson uh, was a really good player. And, you know, his son's been taught the game. He's grown up around the game. And I'd love to hear your take. But these DBs, these sons of NFL guys who are turning out, I, I think it's from a technical and mental side. They're learning at such a young age, almost like playing point guard in a way uh, for these kids that are playing on an island and have the ability to. Yeah, I mentioned and had this same conversation today with uh, Eric Nalin about uh, uh, Wilson's commitment. And I do, uh, I, I agree with you. Uh, yeah. Jace Horn, Jake, uh, Joe Horn's son, first round pick, Joey Porter's son, yeah. uh, first round pick out of, I mean, th those guys are turning out um, in the secondary at, in an outsized fashion to yes. other uh, positions, in yes. my opinion. All right, let, that is not all that's going on right now on no. campus. Let's be clear. And that's really what I want to get to in this this video, if you don't mind, Jerry. Um, Christian Clark on campus. There's 21 guys in, in total. Um, he's the running back out of Arizona. Another guy, Deshaun Warner, an edge out of Arizona, also on campus. Uh, 14 of the 21 players out of state. Yeah. Um, there are a number of them right now. Um, any updates you think you need to push to the front of the, 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 the line right now as we're talking about recruiting? Yeah, you know, when going over, um, hitting up some of the kids, seeing who their um, hosts were, sometimes that's telling. And when Freddie DuBose hit me back, that receiver from Smithson Valley who was at Shirts Clements his sophomore year, tore his ACL, missed his whole junior year, came back for track, made it to state in the triple jump. When he told me John Tay Cook was his host, I kind of said, ooh, my antenna went up on that one. Um, I, I don't think you're putting John Tay Cook, who's one of those – magnetic personalities on somebody who's not a take doesn't make sense bobby we've done this a long time you don't put john tay cook on a guy who's not wanted by steve sarkeesian bottom line um so freddie dubose i have on commitment watch i actually put in an rpm for him earlier today uh to texas another rpm i put in was eugene brooks the offensive lineman out of sierra canyon and i'm not saying anything's imminent there he's got georgia scheduled next weekend uh, but I just know coming into this visit um, that if the visit went well with him and his mom, Texas is going to be sitting in a really good spot. Um, you know, then you have some of the guys like Jordan Ross, who we thought was coming in. Then we didn't think was coming in. Then he did come in. 
you know, I've heard maybe Texas at NAS confident on that one. Uh, maybe Florida, Georgia battle with Tennessee in it. So that might be one Texas has a lot of ground to make up. And it's interesting. Um, Texas bringing in three receivers this weekend um, with the alongside DeBose, Ryan Wingo, the big one yeah. out of Missouri's in town. Uh, and then also Aaron Hampton. Uh, he's in town. Christian Clark, the running back out yeah. of Arizona in town. Uh, one of the top running backs in the country and, uh, for all intents and purposes, it sounds like he's having a great time as well right now. Yeah, I mean, look, Texas is only bringing in two running backs for official visits. Clark this weekend, Jarrett Gibson next weekend, and, and they're both Texas leans. Um, and, you know, Christian Clark's a guy that uh, when they went out, this when Star Sarkeesian, Banks, those guys were out in Arizona watching games this year. Um, I, I think when they went out to – I'm trying to think, maybe see Deuce Robinson, and then they saw it caught a game. I think Christian Clark really caught their attention. Um, and then Tashar Choice got involved there and, and really liked him as well. So this one's been a Texas lean for a while. If you talk to college coaches on the West Coast, they all think Texas is the team to beat. Um, he was at Oregon last weekend. I don't think there was a lot of confidence on the Oregon side. They're going after Nate Frazier out of modern day, um, a 2024 running back uh, instead of Clark now or going at him more. So I think that is looking good for Texas. Uh, wide receiver position. Look, Ryan Wingo's been a hot topic, hot name there on Inside Texas. I think I, I think he profiles pretty well to Texas. Look, I always get I always go back to this. He was on campus for an unofficial last year when Arch Manning, uh, those guys were taking officials. Steve Sarkeesian recruited him through his co wide receiver coaching change, and that you don't do that unless you really covet a player. You let that go, then the new receiver coach comes in, you pick back up on it. Sarkeesian didn't do that. Um, so Wingo's in town with the, both parents and a little brother, I believe. So they got the whole family in town that could be in town. I think Texas has got a, a legit shot at, at Wingo. Jerry, let's let's go forward. Offensive line, I noticed on the message board thread that uh, is on InsideTexas.com. If you don't have a subscription to InsideTexas.com, now is the time to do it because I mean, news is breaking, though. Jerry, you, Justin, Eric are all posting almost, I mean, it seems like every 30 minutes, some little new nugget of news. One of them that you put out there is Brandon Baker, perhaps the nation's top offensive yeah. tackle. Uh, you said you think now that he's visited Texas, you think Texas is now firmly in the race for his signature. What made you write that, That you're, the feedback that you're getting? Yeah, I think, um, look, when he came for the spring game, I, I think him and his family were very impressed. Um, then, uh, I, I think Texas already knew, but Jake Alonghi put out that, uh, he's related to, to Celia Kana, I believe. So the moms are related. So it's a little familiar connection. There's somebody you can go to for answers, right? Um, I think Oregon is the favorite, has been the favorite. I think Texas is making up ground. Are they going to beat out Oregon? I can't say that yet. I think Ohio State had a great visit last weekend. Georgia's next weekend. He wants to decide before senior season. Obviously, Baker's brother, Gary, played at Oregon from 2015 to 2019. So the Ducks have some built-in advantage there. But I think Texas, I think Kyle Floods resonated with uh, Baker and family. I think Kelvin Banks. I think what Kelvin Banks has done. I think, uh, you know, DeAndre Moore, guys that really enjoying their time on the West Coast that are at from the West Coast that are at Texas. Now, it's all kind of building up. His teammate DeAndre Carter has a September 30 official visit. Carter, the guard out of modern day. He's not deciding until the season. But so all these things are aligning and everything I've heard is, you know, Texas has a real shot against Oregon. Again, I'm not saying they're going to beat out Oregon, but they have a shot. Uh, then the other two linemen are Eugene Brooks and Blake Ivey. 
Uh, Eugene Brooks, I think, is one of those junior spring junior evals by Kyle Flood in Texas and Sarkeesian, kind of like Trevor Goosby in a way. Um, Brooks had no official visit set up when Texas set him up. Since then, he's been he's been Oklahoma last week, and he's got Georgia next week, and USC and Oregon are still trying to get him on campus. I've I've said on Inside Texas, if this visit with him and his mom went well, I thought Texas was the team to beat, and I did put in an RPM. Uh, for Eugene Brooks. Uh, Blake Ivey is a kid out of Clear Springs in the uh, League City, Houston area. Um, I think he's going to LSU next week, and I think that's more LSU A&M. And I think the reason is Daniel Cruz and Blake Ivey are kind of seen at the same position for Texas, and Daniel Cruz is a Texas lean coming in next weekend. All right, gotcha. Uh, keep, let's keep going here. Yep. A couple of the guys that I want to get uh, your feedback on. Uh, let's go to Jordan Washington, the tight end out of uh, Langham Creek. He visited A&M twice now, including once unofficially before Texas got him back in. Texas really needs a tight end in this class. Yeah. Uh, and Jeff Banks uh, went hard on him early. Now Texas gets the official visit. H have you talked to Jordan Washington, or do you know where this week this weekend sits right now? You know, I don't. Um, I do know. I thought what I, was interesting development with Jordan Washington's recruitment is he took the A&M visit the second through fourth. Then he went to UTSA midweek, fifth through seventh, then Arizona State last weekend. Coming out of those visits, it was so AM's, you know, they're way behind Texas. Well, then AM got him on campus unofficially last week, him, the dad, and both brothers. So AM obviously knew they had to make a push before this Texas visit if they had any shot at all. Um, I think most people consider Texas the favorite there. He does have Alabama scheduled next weekend, the 23rd through 25th. Uh, I think this is a recruitment that'll play out in the July. He could commit privately, not announce until. August around his birthday in late August. Uh, but I think Jeff Banks has done a really good job there. And I haven't heard anything different yet that leads me to believe Texas isn't the favorite, but we have a long way to go. Gotcha. All right. Let's go to Edge. Yeah. Uh, the ones that uh, are in Deshaun Warner, I mentioned from Arizona, Danny Okoye, the defensive end uh, out of Tulsa that Justin Wells went up and saw in person this weekend that looked absolutely fantastic. And then the surprise visitor of sorts, Jordan Ross, uh, the big defensive end out of the Southeast. Uh, those three guys, Okoye, it sounded like you you had texted with at some level. You were just in one, uh, and it sounded like he was having a good time in Austin, at least. Yeah, yeah, he 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 told me he was having a great uh, great time uh, in Austin on his official visit, as you would expect. I think uh, look, I think there's a pretty good fit there at Texas with Okoye. Interesting, curious recruitment. You know, the mom is all Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State grad. Uh, apparently, she's not on the visit with him. And I think maybe she backed the pressure off when Danny didn't have Oklahoma State in his top 10, right? And then it hadn't looked like good for Oklahoma there. It's more Tennessee and Alabama. He's been to Tennessee unofficially. It's more Tennessee, Bama, and people like that in the mix with Texas for Koya. But the academic piece, he's a homeschooled kid now. The academic piece is big. And I do think there's there's a fit there with Texas and Koya. We'll see what happens. Jordan Ross coming in this weekend, Florida was probably the slight leader over Georgia and Tennessee. All three of them had a legit shot. I think Texas is behind those. Um, the mom's a school teacher. I, I thought the academic piece could be big and maybe help Texas make a push. I still think they're behind. That mean you can't make up ground, but I think they're behind. Deshaun Warner is kind of an interesting case. It's that another kid in Arizona who doesn't sound like he wants to stay in state. Washington's involved. A couple others are involved. Um, we'll see if he's a take for Texas after this weekend. I, I think that's kind of the, the the answer that has to be had because if if he is, obviously I think Texas moves to the front. I'm looking at the defensive line group, and, and Texas brought in four. Uh, Makai Blockton, Melvin Hills, 
Isaiah uh, Fonga out of uh, Phoenix City in Alabama, and then DeAndre Robinson, yep. a big defensive lineman out of Orlando. All four of those guys in, all from out of state this week. Uh, your thoughts on that? any of that group that you've talked with or heard immediate feedback uh, as of today? Yeah, I think uh, Fonga is interesting because he's still, he's still committed to Utah where his uncle Solomon Lewis is the defensive line coach. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. I think Alabama uh, and Texas expect him um, expect him to, to decommit, but that's been expected for two or three months now too. Um, Texas was the slam dunk favorite if he did decommit. Now he took the official visit to Alabama last weekend. What does that do? Can they overtake Texas? I don't know if he opens that thing back up, but I would put it slightly to Texas right now um, over Alabama if he opens it up. Because obviously if he decommits from Utah, he's not going to end up going back to Utah. Uh, So that would be a a Texas slight lean over Bama. DeAndre Robinson got interesting because he went to Bama camp and worked out this week to get an offer, and Nick Saban offered him. And I think that impacts his recruitment a little bit. Uh, Florida's felt pretty good. Um, and, again, DeAndre Robinson, Orlando Jones, I need to preface that. This is why Florida feels good. He grew up a Florida fan. He was at Florida the second through fourth. Uh, then he was at Ohio State last weekend. That was actually an unofficial visit. Ohio State's trying to get him to hold off committing and come back during the season. Then you have Texas this weekend, Georgia, the 23rd through 25th. And who knows, Bama could get a visit. So this recruitment could play out a little longer. I think the longer that plays out, the worse it is for Texas on this one. Uh, then uh, Melvin Hills, I think it's a Texas lean over Ole Miss. He was at Ole Miss last weekend. Pete Golding, buddies with Bo Davis. They're kind of going head-to-head on that one, right? Uh, but Pete Golding, Randy Jordan, a good young defensive line coach for Ole Miss. They gave it a big swing. I just think the academic and athletic piece with Texas – uh, will be tough for Ole Miss to overcome uh, there. And Malik Blockton's the sleeper kid. Look, uh, Texas, Bo Davis, they've been through that school for two years now. Um, they recruited an offensive lineman there last year, ended up signing with Tennessee. Um, but then, you know, they they took an interest in Blockton. And uh, his brother Marcus Harris plays D-line at Auburn. Everybody thinks he's going to Auburn, but Blockton does want to make his own decision. So we'll see where that takes things. I think, you know, he's an upside guy, 6'3", 270, long arms. The frame's got plenty of growth, but I know he's having a really good visit right now. I want to ask you, uh, defensive backs, uh, Santana Wilson awfully comes up, uh, uh, is one of them. He comes off the board right. for Texas on Saturday. Eli Bowen, Josh Lair, Miles Davis, Bowen more of a corner, Davis and Lair more of true safeties. Uh, what, what's going on with those guys right now to your knowledge? Let's start with Miles Davis. I talked to him uh, Friday morning on his way to the visit. 
Um, he'd actually gone, he snuck up the TCU on an official visit. It never got out public. He was up there with Corey and Gibson and Jordan Johnson or Bell, who'll be in next weekend. Uh, but Miles Davis, I think it was an AM lean going into this weekend. Uh, I, I think his his mom made the AM visit, his youth football coach made the AM visit last week. Um, his mom's with him this week. His youth football coach is not. He's on a vacation, which I, we'll see if that's actually impactful because I know he's meant a lot in, in Miles's football life uh, because he made the USC visit. He made the AM visit. He's not making the Texas visit. Uh, but I do know that Blake Gideon's put a lot into this recruitment. He was on him before AM or USC were. Um, and Miles has talked about that relationship, but they really like his versatility. He plays corner and safety. Uh, at, for Converse Judson, but he's going to lean the safety at the next level. Got a lot of upside. Josh Lair is a box safety that will knock your helmet off, right, Bobby? One of your favorites. Uh, we'll see where he's at. I think Miles Davis is ahead of Josh Lair on the board. Yeah, I, and, and here, here's my point on that. I, yeah. Josh Lair will literally lay you out. Yes. I mean, he is. Question. The question is whether or not he can cover. Yeah. Right. I mean, and I don't know that. Yeah. But I can tell you that guy will will lay you out. Yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, no doubt about it. I think he will he will absolutely come up and, and ring your bell. Um, question there is how is he in coverage? How, did, how does he project into the scheme? Um, so that that's the, really the question for me. He was at Bay, Bay, uh, LSU the second through fourth, Baylor last week, and he's got Washington next weekend. Um, it would be curious to see if LSU and Texas go on him. Got and then Eli Bowen's kind of wild card. Oklahoma does want him, the brother Peyton Bowen, Oklahoma freshman safety. He's in town in Austin this weekend. He's undersized. He doesn't fit the profile, but he is a natural cover guy. He really stays attached and is really instinctive in coverage. Um, and so that's uh, that one to me is kind of the wild card at DB. But they have so many DBs coming in next weekend, too. At some point, it gets to be a numbers game. Got it. Uh, Kamori House, linebacker out of California, and Ryan Kern, also the kicker that's already our punter, that's already committed to Texas, also on campus. Uh, Jerry, thank you so much for all of this. I do have one more question yep. for you. Uh, going into the weekend, we ah. thought that the over-under was one and a half on commitments. I took the over. You took the under. Uh, we're at one as of right now at 5 o'clock that, that we can say is uh, uh, public. Uh, you taking the under or over through, say, 8 p.m. on Sunday? I've got to take. We're going to come back, by the way, on Saturday, on Sunday night, right. and have a seven, a seven o'clock uh, live stream on Sunday night, just to, to go over some of this because a lot of news is running right now. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of that? The, over under on one and a half commits by the end of the weekend. One already in with Santana Wilson. Yeah. No, I I think that's a. Uh... I got to go with the over now since somebody's already committed. I mean, I was thinking go a couple of private commitments, then they commit like a couple of weeks later. But it, it, I don't. I, I think I was wrong Friday. It's a, I've got to take the over now. I I, I can't stay at the under. I, I think. Yeah, I think there's some, I, well, there's starting to be some momentum, right? Yeah, exactly. What we're really describing, and, and when and, that, and, and, and when you start telling kids you have 20 guys coming in next weekend. Yeah, it gets you can make some things happen in the next 24, 48 hours. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I want to say thank you again. If you guys aren't subscribed to InsideTexas.com, it's it is a, a great site. Jerry and the guys right now are just killing it on the recruiting coverage, especially if you like recruiting right now. It's uh it's hard for, for to keep up with all the news because so many different names are coming up. Uh, but we appreciate you guys. Uh, give us a try on Inside Texas. Uh, continue watching these videos and Please hit like and subscribe to the videos as well. Uh, Jerry, I appreciate you, bud. Have you a good it. weekend. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow uh, afternoon, evening yeah. at the very latest.
on Texas football. For Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. Thanks for watching.